Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 87, it's the E&S Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. And I'm delighted that in the building is Wolves Chairman, Mr. Jeff Shee and Chief Executive, Laurie Dal... One second. Excuse me. The what? What? They've turned it... They're not coming. Oh, I guess we've just got Tim Spears then today. Tim, how's it going? <laughs> uh, let down at the last minute. Let down at the last minute. We've had to replace them with you. With Yow. The hell are you going on about? I'm just saying, you know. Welcome, Tim Spears. That was a that was an end of a twelve hour day gag. That was. It was a thirteen hour day gag. I thought it was quite funny, to be fair. So you got you got in here at five this morning. In <laughs> fact, four this morning. Well, I'm, I'm, people are listening to it at eight o'clock tonight. Right. So okay. I mean, we're still going. Uh, hi. How's it going? So, so we're we're not as tired as as these normal um, deadline day podcasts are. I don't, that, I don't was, like was it. was the last one? Half one in the morning? Half one we started. I don't like it. I don't like this 5pm. I prefer a late one. I am knackered. I'm glad it's not going on till later. I don't know. Well, Wolves might be not glad it's, not glad it's going on till later. Yeah. Uh, but we shall, come, we shall come on to that in due course. But I don't know. I quite, I quite like the late night camaraderie, getting the odd coffee from Greg's, a little bit of a pizza slice here and there. No, no, not the not that you'd have one. No, you, absolutely not, no. We, we don't tend to get gluten-free pizzas from Domino's. <laughs> Jeeves delivers mine at 9pm. 9, 9 uh, but yeah, so... I mean, are we going to go straight into it? Should we go straight into it? Uh, if this is coming out this evening, I think that's all people want to hear yeah, about, really. they don't want to hear about our idle banter, do they? They don't want to hear about the banter for 10 minutes. Can we just... If people want to skip two minutes, that's fine. But can we just quickly talk about the week that you've had in terms of the mail that you've received? Uh, <laughs> so, might remember last week. We'll do this quickly, people. We know you want to hear about Wolves. Um, last week, what was the number last week? You, you got two speeding tickets from Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland police. Um, Switzerland police. Uh, yes, yeah, so obviously from Switzerland pre-season tour. Yeah. And Judah uh, received in the mail a couple mm. of speeding fines yes, yes. from Swiss police, which we discussed in detail last week. We did. Uh, Nathan, would you like to update us on that situation? Uh, that, 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 that tool has been displaced by five, five <laughs> letters from the Switzerland police now. I've got, apparently I've broken the rules three more times. It's incredible. <laughs> and and, and the, we, we, you know, we, um, you inked out most of the, most of the uh, letter to say that it had been 120 uh, Swiss francs yeah. fine on both of them. Mm, apparently the fine goes higher than that, on, depending on how quick you're going. So, uh, yeah, I had one at 180, which wasn't great. That, this was pretty much the day after the podcast went out. That, that, that's cost, not speed, which yeah. is point out. <laughs> true, true. Although it probably could have been speed, to be fair. Yeah. And then um, I, did, I did send Tim a, a picture of uh, two unopened letters um, at the weekend, um, looking remarkably similar, similar to the three that I received prior to, uh, to Saturday. I didn't want to open them because I wanted to spoil my weekend. Tim was goading me to open them, so I did. And yes, it's um, apparently apparently speedy fans go up to two hundred and eighty Swiss francs. Tim, two hundred and eighty, two hundred and eighty. Uh, bringing your total to <laughs> that you've won this week seven hundred and ninety Swiss francs. Just slow down, pardon. Slow down. Take that foot off the accelerator. And you would have think that, but it's not just the Swiss police they're after me. Yeah, oh yeah, go on, yeah. To do a driving course in England as well. 
Mate, 14, mate, you're in a 14. Mate. What? Mate, uh, slow down. You kept telling me we've got to get there as quick as possible. No, I didn't. I need to go and see Nuno. I need to go and see what the kit they're wearing today. I need to go and interview him. He's got so much <laughs> well, to say didn't. today. That's the last thing I was going to do. <laughs> uh, so you've received six speeding fines in the space of about two weeks yes. for, from, two different, <laughs> from two different countries. I haven't opened the UK one yet. <laughs> my mother, it's sent to my mother's address who read it, read, it, read it out to me on the phone. Oh, mate. It's not uh, great, is it? No, it's very funny, though. But I thought I drove well in Switzerland. You did very, very, very well, yeah. I overtook everyone. <laughs> uh, uh, quick and efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I tell you who's, who's having a great day? Who is having a great day? Phil Afosue. Oh, is he? <laughs> well, well, the window of opportunity. Good maybe one. maybe slammed. No, not slammed. Oh, it's been a long day. Go on. Burst open. Well, it's incredible scenes. Who would have thought that at the start of deadline day that Phil Afosue could be the most relevant, non-relevant player in the squad? Matt Doherty also having a good day. A delighted day, yes. Starting on Saturday now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, mm. Timothy. Well, I mean, look, look, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss the, the transfer window as a whole in a little bit. But from a day point of view, from a transfer day. deadline day point yep. of view, yep. it's got to be seen as slightly disappointing. It's been hit and miss. Mm. It's how I've described it in the newspaper. Yeah, hit, miss or meh, you've described it in the newspaper. No, I didn't, didn't get a meh. That's more, okay. of, that's more of a, for the digital audience. Okay. Uh, for yeah. the cool kids. Hit and miss. So they got Dendonka in. Mm. Great addition. I assume so. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. No, it looks good. The kind of player they wanted covers two positions, mm-hmm. fills a hole in the squad. Yeah, uh, someone else who would have filled a hole or two in the squad was uh, was not Barry Douglas. Was Zinchenko, mm. and he's wavered on moving all summer. Yes, came out publicly a month ago and said he didn't want to leave City, which obviously you do take with a pinch of salt because I, I don't think I don't I don't think there's anyone that wants to leave Man City. This bid was accepted so, a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's been up to the player for a while, and Wolves obviously Wolves were confident of getting it done, which is why on the morning of transfer deadline day he was still the number one target. Yeah, he's obviously give he's obviously tickled them a little bit. He's obviously you know give him a bit of a wink. Mm. It's not like he's been saying no all along. They must have had some encouragement, is what I'm saying. Well, the medical was booked in this morning, right? The medical was booked in this morning, from what I understand, and he but he never turned up. Didn't show up. No, it wasn't the guy not showing up. He just he never arrived for that. You're looking at the course angle. He's ten minutes late. You're going to have to text (laughs) Um, him. Never, never arrived for that medical because he's he's turned down the move. Okay, fair enough. But what you need, and I know it's difficult because lots of clubs are doing deals and it's mad and frantic. But you need Plan B. Got to have a plan. Um, And you've got to think that this potentially could have happened with the way that that, it had been played out over the summer. That's what I mean. You know, the way it was described to me on whatever night it was last night, Wednesday night. Is that kind of 70 percent? I would say, really, kind of, you know, just 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 from speaking to people at the club, mm-hmm. that would be how I would judge it. They were, they were probably about seventy percent confident of getting it in. Yeah. It wasn't as close as Dendonka, but they were hopeful. They were hopeful. Like I said, the medical was booked in, um, and the the fact that he's turned down wasn't a great surprise to many who've looked at it from the outside. Mm-hmm. In terms of supporters, so you think they'd have a plan B? And like I said, I know it's difficult. There's not going to be many players sat around with no other deals in the pipeline, yeah. waiting to move to Wolves on the off chance that Zinchenko says no. Yeah. But still, you would expect them to get a deal done. They haven't managed to do that. Uh, links with quite a few right wing backs this afternoon. Danny Simpson was one linked perennially throughout yeah. the afternoon. And uh, Victor Moses from Chelsea. Yeah. I've got to say, I've not had either link verified, but also had neither link ruled out. Mm-hmm. So I hope to get a bit more substance on that uh, in the coming hours. 
Well, I mean, regardless of whether they've been linked or not, they're but either not way, coming, they're not they haven't towards. got anyone in. So it's um, very reminiscent of a year ago when uh, the Lockardia, Jurgen Lockardia deal fell through, it's easy for me to say, fell through on the final... What are you doing? Googling transfer market free agents, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, Giuseppe Rossi, is he still <laughs> Giuseppe free? Giuseppe Rossi, yeah. He's still year. coming back from his cruise ship, apparently. So, yeah, reminiscent of that. That fell through again in the morning on the final day. Mm. Uh, Wolves had a few more hours to get that one done before midnight, but couldn't find a striker to replace him. They went on a mad trolley dash, low Remy, etc. Yeah. And didn't get it done. So it, it screams of that, really. Last year obviously turned out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. Thanks to Leo Bonatini on that particular front. Yes. This year, they've got they've got two wing backs that you would consider first choice: Matt Doherty and Johnny Castro. An injury to either, and they're in trouble. They're in trouble. We said this. I said this all season last year. I said it so many times. What happens if Matt Doherty gets injured? Yeah. And. I'm guessing Castro would be the one now to move over, but still, he's he's played left back for Celta Vigo for some time, so he's used to used to be in that position. Vinagro is now automatic left wing back backup, as he was in the championship. Um, flattered to deceive in the championship. I thought he was very good going forward, but not defensively. And we didn't see him after Christmas. He got sent off. Sorry, just after Christmas at Swansea, uh, Swansea at home in the FA Cup, got sent off. We didn't see him again. So he wasn't. Uh, good enough to be in that championship winning team yeah. he's one injury away from being in the Premier League team which worries me I know now I say it and I get a little bit stuck on Twitter because I've said it a few times but this Barry Douglas going to Leeds United surely looks now like a, a a bit of a bit of a mistake oh I say a bit of a mistake a mistake to let him go before they got someone in and now left in this situation uh, I mean I think I remember we discussed this it must have been two weeks ago now and you asked me what I thought, and I said, not happy, don't like it, but got to wait until August the 9th to judge it. Mm-hmm. August the 9th is here, no one else has come in, and you've got to say it's a bad decision to let him go. And a mistake, as you say, to let him go. I don't see the logic in it. I don't see the financial logic in it. I don't see the logic in it for this season. Um, Johnny Castro, can't really judge him on two pre-season appearances. He certainly hasn't got a left foot. Doesn't mean he can't play left wing back, but seems, you know, just just fine. saying what I'm seeing. Seems fine, but well, I think I think what we'll get from him, judging on what he's done at Celta Vigo, <clears throat> is a solid defensive addition, um, who perhaps won't add as much going forward. Certainly not from certainly the set pieces that Barry Douglas provided mm-hmm. have now gone. So I think it's um, a really strange one, and Wolves have got a question to answer there. But they won't. I'm sure they'll, they'll dress it up in a different way. They're not going to put their hands up and go, yeah, we got a bit overconfident there. We put all our eggs in one basket. It, it, it backfired. You're never going to get that from them, are you? All that will happen is uh, Nuno press conference tomorrow. Question will be put to him by whoever gets there first. Mm-hmm. Sky Sports, presumably. Yeah. And um, Nuno will say, I'm happy with the squad I've got. I'm happy with the options I've got. That's yeah. his stock answer to everything about transfers. Mm-hmm. He'll say... He's delighted to have Ruben Vinagra yeah. and Johnny Castro and Matt Doxey and, and others who can play there. We have enough options. That's what he'll say. Yeah, he will. So it's one for um, Laurie Dorrymple or Kevin Thelwell or Jeff Shee. But, but will they answer that? They, they probably will, but but not. But I doubt it'll be today or tomorrow. So we'll see. We'll see. It's the f- a shame, isn't it? Because they've recruited so well and everything's gone, gone for them. And, and look, 
you know, we'll discuss the squad very soon and, and it's looking very, very strong. Okay, there's a couple of areas that might need strengthening that they haven't strengthened. However, it's just frustrating when this 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 glaring hole was you know was so obvious throughout and that they've that they've waited you know until the very last minute to sign people and it hasn't worked it hasn't worked and they haven't had a black backup yeah no i agree absolutely agree but what i would point out is that we went through this last year and, and bonatini saved them and castro and doxy are good enough to be in that first team so the the injury record is great last year mm-hmm. if that continues to be the case it won't be an issue if castro does well I back Doherty to do well, known from from what I've seen him for many years. Yeah, Castro is more of an unknown, obviously, but um, we have to wait and see. But it is one. very thin. So, so you know, there are free agents that can be signed. I don't know any free agents that are available, but there's definitely no more loans. Just, just you know, clarify the rules. I know there's not many outgoings today, but that's because they can drop down to the league until the end of the month into the EFL. But from a loan point of view for for Wolves, and, and a, they can't sign anyone, can they? Apart so, from so agents. the only so Wolves can sign free agents. They can't mm-hmm. loan or buy anyone else <clears throat> until January. As far as outgoings, they can loan to EFL clubs until the end of the month. Mm-hmm. They can loan to European clubs until the end of the month. They can sell to European clubs until the end of the month. Gladon could get a deal back to go to Holland on a permanent, for, right. for example. Yeah. A Fossil A could go to Germany, for example. He's not, he's going nowhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd expect quite a few outgoings in terms of loans. Certainly uh, a defender will go out, I think. Courtney Hawes been mooted to Reading, although they didn't sell their centre-half uh, at the end of the window, so I won't be sure about that one now. You've got to say Courtney Hawes or Danny Bart has got to be surplus to requirements. Now they've got Dendonka in and Sace who can play there and has played there in pre-season. And then lots of others. We've talked about it a bit. Iorfa, Ewanks Landell, Joe Mason, mm-hmm. Connor Ronan, Michael Zyro, Jordan Graham. Mm-hmm. They can all go. So then Donker then. I mean, good signing, you say? Yeah. Ped- Pedigree-wise, absolutely. A- any any player who makes the Belgium squad for the World Cup is got to be a good addition, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And are we expecting someone like a Dendonka to be a first choice, to, to be a starter? And if so, where? <coughs> I would say, medium term, he will be right-sided centre-half. He played there against uh, England, the World Cup there, mm-hmm. in that dead rubber, the group stage. He plays def- He's a defensive midfielder who can play at centre-half. Mm-hmm. I don't see him getting in ahead of Neves or Martinho. No. I do see him getting in ahead of Roman Sace and Ryan Bennett. Um, just... Looking at Anderlecht's last couple of Anderlecht games, he wasn't involved. So I would say that puts a doubt as to him being involved at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Same with Traore because he dislocated his shoulder. Try and, we'll, you know, we'll speak to Nuno at the presser tomorrow yeah. and try and get some info on that. But yeah, um, I'd say the two they bought in this week, it, just looking at it loosely, unlikely to be involved at the weekend, but we'll see. And a loan deal rather than a permanent straight away. Yeah, so weird one this. So I was told 12 million uh, all along and then... The deal, when it was structured, is now changed to a season-long loan, with an obligation to buy next summer for twelve million. Right. That's how it's been described to me today. What? Any any reason why it is a loan? Is uh, I've saying? not been given one, but I can't imagine it's anything other than spreading their finances yeah. over their financial years. They did the same with Jota last season. Jota was effectively bought in January, um, mm-hmm. but they, the deal didn't go through until July because. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't won promotion last year, they'd have been all, in all sorts of financial trouble, right. fair play-wise. So they've spread it to this year. I imagine, I can't see any other reason why 
they're doing that. So yeah, I presume it's to spread the finances. But he's definitely a Wolves player. He's definitely going to get signed. There's mm. an obligation to sign him. There's no way that they can back out of that. Or the, the, Unless you know. I'm told otherwise, that's how it's described to me by someone at the club today, that it's an obligation to buy next summer. Okay, well... Which me... takes Wolves' summer deals Go to on. £67 million. £67 pounds. million? Pounds. £67 million in the summer. Um, and Foson overall, since buying the club mm-hmm. two years ago, Foson have spent on transfer fees alone mm-hmm. £120 million. And Wolves haven't even kicked the ball in the Premier League yet. £120 million. Pounds. So, you know, a mixed day, so to speak. Maybe a slightly underwhelming day um, after we heard about Dendonka yesterday. Oh, so it's just, just, it's just perception though, mate, isn't it? Yeah, if, course, if, yeah. if, if, if they were in a rush to sign Dendonka and it had gone through at one minute to five, everyone would be delighted. Of course they would. That, that's what it is. And it's, we're just a little bit flat because we haven't got that wing back and that, and that cover. But when you look at the transfer window as a whole... Um, and the club record signing Adama Traore yesterday, it's got to be seen as, as a huge plus, you know, every, all the, all these signings. It's huge. Ah, over, uh, well, 95%. Yeah. Very, very good. They've made they've made 10 signings. They've broken the transfer record. They've That Dendonka signing was crucial to mm-hmm. me because it gives them cover in those two positions. Um, Martinho looks like a class act. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see if he's up to it physically, but certainly looks like a class act mm-hmm. on the ball. But I've, if not, then Donker would probably take that that position. Would he yeah, potentially, and they've, and they've got Gibbs White as a fourth option, and mm. Roman says mm. so. That they, so they suddenly look well stocked in central midfield when it's been a problem all summer. And Traore looks so exciting. I cannot wait to see him in a Wolf shirt. Mm. Jimenez, I think Jimenez is going to be decent. Okay. I've, I've got a really good feeling about Jimenez. Patricio, obviously, we've seen his shot stopping ability looks top class mm-hmm. just from pre season. Mm-hmm. So. I'm probably forgetting people here. Oh, well, Jota, well, Bolly, yeah, Bonatini, exactly, yeah. Vinagra, you know, all all, all good additions. Um, so they've done great business. They've done great business. What would you say? Um, there's a few people asking on Twitter. We're going to go into questions in a minute. Who are your top three? Who are your top three signings of the summer? Who would you say? Top three signings. Patricio on a free. Uno. Asterix. Yes, yes. Is, so. is, uh, yeah, you say 60-odd million, but uh, that could be... Is a fantastic bit of business. Financially, um, the Matino deal is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll, we'll have to see who's up to it, you know, physically, etc. And mentally, yes. And then who else? And Tra- I, th- I think Traore could be... Could be a bargain, or it could be a waste of money. It could, it could be one or the other. I think. I don't think it'd be. I don't think it'd be a waste of money. It's whether you know Nuno can can coach, coach an end product into him. Basically, I think. If he snaps his hamstrings tomorrow, yes, or tears his hamstring tomorrow, yes, and then he's out for three months, yes, and loses half a yard of pace, yes, then I then you wonder, don't you? Because it's it's all about the pace. And Warsaw's still looking for players. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> Decent from you. Um, but we've seen that with players over these. Michael Owen, Theo Walcott. Influence lessons when they get older. They've yeah. got, got to change the game. But anyway, he's, 20, he's, he's, he's 22. Exactly, of course. He's, he's probably yeah. the quickest player in the league. Oh, and, he's and, exciting, man. He's and exciting. That's, and that's why, that's why he's so exciting. And that's why he's different to everything else. And he does got. get bums off seats, does the lad. Mm. He definitely does. I'm uh, not sure about that hair. Kind of like blonde noodles. Well, I can't. I can't wait to see who starts in a few weeks' time mm. when he's fit, when everybody's fit. It is a bit cray cray. Costa and Cavalera on the basically the Carabao Cup guys. <laughs> you I, know, it's just it's just crazy. The, the way the way that it's shaped up though with the forwards and Bonatini and and Jimenez probably been your your top guy. I think that they're probably going to play them 
50% of the time and then have a, a combination of Traore, Jota, Costa, Cavalero as your front three in some, some other home games? Well, there'll be dips in and out of form and you know we don't know how Jota, Costa, Cavalero are going to adapt to the Premier League. You know, It's a step up. Mm. It's a real step up in terms of quality. And Traore, I know he's, he's been in the Premier League. He didn't yeah. really, you know, wasn't amazing in the Premier League but he's a better player now. Yeah, I'd say he's got a better chance of making an impact Barcelona mm. and everything, you know, he's mm. he's used to quality, isn't he? Um, he's going to be brought in. He's you thought eighty million pound club record that he's probably going to be one of the starters. You'd have thought. But then Costa was thirty million club record. Jota mm. was thirty million, which would have been a club record without Neves. Cavalera was a club record at the time. Yeah. Um, so no, I'd, I'd say no. Sur- I'd say no assurances on that front. Mm. I really would. I say I say, J- say Jota's your definite starter. Okay. Yeah, Jota's starting. And then probably Traore. And I think Jimenez is a starter as well. Oh, Costa and Cavman. So good. <laughs> I told you, Carabao Cup team. That was a, that was a lovely tweet uh, Cavalera put out today, wasn't it? That was good timing. <laughs> that was very cheeky, very was mis- cheeky. very mischievous. Was cheeky. He was, having, he was having a pint as well. I mean, um, in a in a well known pub in Wolverhampton, he put it out for banter. Billy Wright. He was in the Billy Wright today. Who was? Costa uh, Cavalero putting a few tweets out on it. Cheeky tweets. Sounds your jokes. <laughs> <That's quite good. laughs> oh, Judah man. Should we eat some questions? Yeah. There's only 111 sent to you. 111. Are you kidding me? 111. Ben Woodall's first up. Ben oh, ben. I love Ben. Womban lad is Ben. Where? Womban, where I'm from? I don't know where that is. I um, uh, just got a, some breaking news texts. Oh, go on. Um, they, they, no, 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 nothing major. They weren't. They weren't. Don't, don't say breaking news texts. Oh, sorry, on sorry, deadline sorry. day. They say, ah, nothing major. No, I'm told they weren't close to signing anyone this afternoon. Oh, okay. Not close. Interesting. Zinchenko was the one. Didn't didn't get anyone any closer than that. Bizarre. Bizarre. By the way, do you know where I passed you the day? I don't know whether you've been. You've probably been in there. I don't know whether it's a good venue or not. There are a couple of posters up. Look like a cool venue. It's a place that I would like. The Slade Rooms. <laughs> no, it looks quite, it looks quite interesting. No, I passed us like, what's that place? Never seen that before. Because I got my um, sat nav rerouted me and uh, passed the Slade rooms. Looks like there's a few bands in there. Bit of a decent vibe. No, is it, is it not a great place? Please, I can, sometimes I can't tell when you're joking. <laughs> no, well, what is it? You wouldn't be seen dead in a place. Well, like not. Is it no, bad? It's just, is it bad? It's a, Fairly scruffy, deliberately. Oh, really? Uh, gig venue. Is it? Yeah. Decent, not a decent place. I think it's great. Have you, you been in there? Yeah, I've, I've been there. Uh, the last time I went there was to see um, Jordan Harris's band. Jordan Harris, former reporter from the Express and Star. You probably don't remember him because you, you don't remember anybody. Um, yeah, he's he's um, Led Zeppelin style band. They were very good. I can't remember the name of him now. He's got a new band. Oh, must be good then. <laughs> he's got a new band now. Uh... Well, it didn't work out. <laughs> Creative differences. Yeah, exactly. Mate, it happens at every level. Uh, in fact, I'm going to give him a plug now. I don't want to get the name of his plug, band wrong. Plug him, plug him. Root Notes. Root Notes. Root Notes. Uh, they put out their first single recently. Okay. Yeah. Hit me. I like this music to move again. Oh, yeah. Oh, the music video as well. Sax, there's a guitar there. Yeah. Doesn't sound, yeah. very pop, doesn't sound very poppy to me. No, no, not poppy. Well, I like poppy. No, <laughs> right. no, pop, no, pop. No, you wouldn't rooms. like it. You wouldn't like it. People want to listen to the roots notes. Get into them. Roots notes, not Levi roots. No. Okay. Ben Woodall. Ben Woodall, what's he got? How would you rate our summer transfer business on a scale of one to ten, Timothy? And what signing do you think will make the biggest impact this season? 
gonna go eight and a half. Eight and a half, okay. Because eight. Douglas out and no replacement is a major faux pas. Yeah. Which I still can't really get my head around. No, it's very strange. Um and who's gonna make the biggest impact? Mm. I would say Patricio. Oh yeah, good one. I like that. I think he could be one of the league's best keepers. Although think... he does need to work on his kicking. Oh, wow! Wow! What's he doing? That was a both, bit weird. Keep, both keepers could not kick a ball against Villarreal. What's yeah, going on? You think he'd learn how to, how to kick by now? He's thirty. Number one, good-looking lad, though. To be fair, gets away with it. Irrelevant. Uh, I don't know. I get away with it. Edward Gould. When do you expect to see Traore and Dendonka make their debuts? Good. Good question. A good, good question. Good, good, good question. Good question. I'm going to say Manchester City at home. They will both make their debuts. No, Dendonka makes his debut away at Leicester. Okay. Um, I, I just need a bit of info on this. I mean, Dendonka, Dendonka trained today. Traore's trained as well. But, yeah, dislocated shoulder. Mm. I would, mm, you, I say, think, you think that one could play on Saturday? I say Traore's an outside bet for the bench on Saturday and okay. then will be on the bench for Leicester a week after. That would be my prediction. Dendonka... Just looking at last couple of Randlett games, he hasn't played. And I don't know whether that's because of an injury. Need to find out. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Spencer White. Carling Cup second round for Dendonka. <laughs> All the best. Um, Spencer, why did my wife leave me? Oh, tip. my God. Uh-huh. Spencer, oh. who's that? Um, Spencer. Oh, I don't. Spencer. Know, just oh, he tweets me quite a lot. He tweets some funny stuff. Why I, could, wife I, leave me? I think I considered following him, but then some of his content was a bit weird. Oh, um, Peter replied, "Her site returned." Has it got a picture of him? Um, it does have a picture of him. Yes. And oh no, it's not. No, it's not. It's a, it's a Wolves player. He's changed it. Oh. Yeah. Why did she leave? Anything him? in his bio? Well, I don't know. What have you been doing? No, I'm just. I was just going to say we could judge his appearance and see if that was a factor. Oh, okay. factor. Okay. He's following one thousand one. He's got three hundred nineteen followers. I think you're too busy on Twitter. That's that's one. Uh, media, no, no, no pictures. I've got a few people, few followers. How many times has he tweeted in his career? Uh, slash life? 6,552 times. No, it's not too many. No, it's not, not, not too many. Not too bad. Uh, I hope he's okay. Should we get him on the podcast? Uh, you can, but I won't be here. Okay, fair enough. Right, should we move on question wise? Yes. Okay. Mm, just lost them. Oh, I've just lost them. Da, 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 da. Oh, I don't know. I offer an, a fuss away a backup right wing back. Could I don't know who asked this because I've lost the lost the uh, the question now. Could Traore be a right wing back? No. Oh God, no. That's what people are saying. No. 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 <laughs> Maybe against Yeovil, but. <laughs> oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Well, well, you you tell me, Nathan. You've seen him far more than God, I have. No, one hundred percent. No, he right. he is uh, very much a, a, a right wing forward. And uh, I don't want him anywhere near the halfway line, to be honest, let alone behind it. Um, ASAP at Elliot WWFC. How serious was Wolves' last-minute interest for Victor Moses? I uh, already kind of covered that. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try, try and get some more details okay. soon. Um, Luke? The, the, as, as people can imagine, this the, what is it? We start recording this at half five. Mm. It's very hard to get hold of people uh, involved in decision making yeah. uh, during the final hours of transfer deadline day. Where do you see Roman Sace playing this year, centre back or one of the places in midfield after his debacle performance? <laughs> I've yeah, added this. That, that. I have, uh, yeah, yeah, dreadful performance. 
against Villarreal. Do you know he wasn't? Uh, he wasn't all his fault though. Uh, I, I thought Cody was caught out of position. Doherty was caught out of position. Neves was poor. Neves gave the ball away a few times. Um, it's just Sace just looks uncomfortable. It's an mm. experiment I wouldn't want to see again. You don't experiment. It was a wrong side from that one too as well. Yeah, deliberately so. But you don't experiment with that kind of stuff in the Premier League. I think it's over. And I think we will see him in midfield the next time we see him on the pitch. James Beeston, who are we signing in January then, Tim? Yeah. Oh, we're going to be signing some... Well, I say that. Taliska. Taliska, yeah. That's been on there quite a few times. Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. Danny Rose. Chris Smallin. <laughs> Jack Butland. Yeah, 100% coming. Danny Welbeck. Jam, Jam Mario. You and Danny Welbeck. Give it up, man. Uh, great Gang Wolves. Who are you blaming for Wolves' failure in the transfer window and why? George. George Mendes. Oh, I can't blame George. Burn him at the stake. I mean, it's not, it's not a failure, is it, though? Do you mean, like you say, you know, maybe on today to a bit disappointed, but overall it's, Pe- it's people, a huge People bonus. want a scapegoat, but it's a collective failure not to get a wing back in. But apart mm. from that, bloody hell. I think they've done all right. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've just, obviously, Kunusan, we've been working quite hard today, so I haven't had time to screen the questions too much. Professional presenter, Nathan Judah. Please. Um, not professional at all. Ian Davis, we seem to be buying new if, players. If, if you want me to interject there and say what a great presenter you are, sorry, it's always <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> Ian Davis, we seem to be buying young players all the time. Are we short of experience if the success has a blip? Nah. It's a, a good question. I don't think so. I think they've added an incredible amount of experience in Patricio and Moutinho at the highest level. Right, European okay. Championship winners, title winners, mm. paid hundreds of games in the top flight yeah. in Portugal or France yeah Jimenez has been around the block yes he has <laughs> <laughs> and you know Bolly Bolly's of a decent age Cody's got quite a number of games under his belt so has Matt Doherty these guys are gaining experience okay. they've got John Ruddy Bennett in the background sure I think they've got enough experience Edward Wibberley do you have two do you have two phones to keep your different women apart, Tim? Ah. Ah. Uh, put a cheeky little deadline morning tweet out today. Oh, yeah, I like that. With a picture. I did see this. Two phones on it. Mm. <laughs> Can I just assure people, one is not a burner phone. <laughs> is that what they call it? Yeah. The cool kids call it a burner phone. That's like, that's like a drugs phone, isn't it? Oh, is it? Your burner phone. I think so. Oh, okay. It's either for, for drugs or women. It's your second phone. How many phones have you got? Oh, and I've got a Bunsen burner full. <laughs> Four. <laughs> including one with, a, including one with a, a direct line to the uh, Switzerland police. Hey. Talk to me dirty, bebe. You've You're got a 790 <laughs> French francs fine. I hope you got a good Swiss lawyer. Oh, goodness me. I'm going to have to go out there at some point, I think. I'm not going to let back in. I mean, if <laughs> I go to Hertz again, they'll give me a car, are they? <laughs> they weren't happy with you anyway. No, for the, the, the state that we left it, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, they said, the car in, let alone the house. We had Brenda and Hertz on our backs. Oh, yeah. uh, um, Paul Lappage. Paul Lappage. If we get a What's so funny? <laughs> I don't know. Like when, I don't know. I'm just cracking. That like one you're dancing on a Saturday night. Lapage. <laughs> we get a penalty on Saturday, Tim, against Everton. Who steps yeah. up? Does Nevers get the benefit of the doubt? Seems to recent miss was in pre-season. Or will he be hooked? I mean, I've seen him miss two now. I'd rather have Judah than Nevers. I, to be honest. I, I don't want Nevers. I want penalties. Uh, so I, I looked this up the other day. Wolves got awarded six penalties last year. Yeah. They scored five and missed one. Right. And the man who missed it I is currently exactly on penalty taking duties, Ruben Doesn't Neves. Make sense. Those that they didn't really have a regular penalty taker. Well, they, did, they didn't have a regular penalty mm-hmm. taker. 
Jota, Costa, yeah. Cavalero, yeah. Bonatini, and Cody took one and scored one each. You can, you can rule so, out Cody on the last day of the season. Yes, you can rule out Cody. So I would say Jota. Okay. Should be penalty taker. Um, Sam Doherty asked the question... Oh, this guy. Are you and Nathan coming to in uptown later for my 18th birthday party? Yeah, he sent me that tweet as well. I'm not, sure, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if he's real. A Doherty? No, yeah. it's probably another Sam says yow. Yeah, tweets, 100%. tweets a lot. Sometimes pretty funny. But often... <laughs> um, who will play more Premier League minutes? Morgan Gibbs-White or Manchester City's Phil Foden? Ask Steve Wolf in Bristol. Uh, that's a bit of a random one. It is a bit random. Phil Foden. Phil Foden, okay. Um, Dan White. How did they not learn from Lockadia, Tim? Yeah. 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 Uh, yep, good shout. We said that earlier. That's a um, bit annoying, isn't it? Thomas Duffy. Do you think Ryan Drows could get a chance now at left wing back? No. No, it would take two injuries, wouldn't it, for Ryan to get in? Um they're keen to get him out on loan, I know that, but it's probably one that we'll have to wait till January. Okay. Uh, magical. He'll, he'll be Checker Trade Man this season. Checkertrade.com. Probably. Magical Magic Lee, um, what are you having for dinner? Uh, I don't know yet. I was just texting the missus trying to sort it out. Is Some... she cooking, is she? Uh, it depends what time I, depends what time oh, I get back. Oh, she ordering? She didn't cook. Depends what time I get back. It was dreadful last week. It's a darling. Do you know, I've barely eaten all day. Not stopped at all, so probably something quick and easy the way I like it. Okay, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is right. Last couple. Um, sorry, it's been a little bit slapdash this one. Um, you don't normally say sorry, yeah. Well, it's not very good. Oh, he's it's tutting, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not flowing very well. This as come much on, as I wanted to. It's been a long day. Will Nuno transform Adama? Says Rico. Do you think transform so? Transform I mean, if he if he does <coughs> if he does get him playing like like the way that everybody you know wants him to and have an end product. I mean, Nuno is a is a genius to be fair because no one else has done it so far. He did improve last year, but he's like I say, he's got so much room for for growth that if Nuno can get him to be you know scoring eight ten goals a season and yeah. assist, that is. That's not an eighty million pound player. That's someone who's got 50, 60 million pound player. It's a difficult one, and it's it's one for people far more intelligent um, than me to answer. But how do you want to transform him? Because here's a there's a reason why he was Middlesbrough's Player of the Season last year and courted by so many clubs because he's so exciting because he plays on instinct. Mm-hmm. He looks like he doesn't think about it. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's not thinking about much to me. Yeah. So Nuno would, in theory, want to get him to think more about what he's doing mm-hmm. then you start second guessing yourself I, I, the, the reason why he's so exciting is because he plays on instinct so I'm not sure if you want to get I don't know sure if you want to coach him too much yeah do you know what I mean yeah it's the kind of thing you've got to work out for yourself really as, as to how to increase that in products maybe but really interesting one I just I just want to see him play okay Sounds good, sounds good. Okay, thanks for the questions, Pete. It's very, very good. Uh, we didn't get to, to, to all of them, but I mean, there's a lot of repetition in there, as you can imagine. But, um, you know, people are kind of like mixed. You've got to look at it as a whole, don't you, in the window? Yeah, like I said, it's all about perception. All about perception. It was the same last year. Mm. They were so upset to see little Alfred and Jai walk through the door oh, yeah. instead of a striker. This is true. And, yeah, Den Donka not getting a lot of love probably today because they want a wing back as well. But it's all about perception. Um, and like we say, it's no one's fault apart from yours, Tim. It's time for abuse of the week. 
Oh, so much passion in that. <laughs> abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. I mean, look, look, last last week's abuse. I mean, when I listened to it a couple of days ago, I thoroughly enjoyed that section. It was the best section that I've listened to on this podcast for years. For years, Timothy, you in, you in full motion. It was a pleasure. I, I loved you getting abused. I loved the words that were used. The adjectives were superb. It can't be as good as, you know, it's after the Lord May's show, so to speak. However, have you got anything for me this week? Tim underscore Spears underscore star. Nothing will ever top last week, and no, I'm sorry. I'm impossible. sorry. I'm sorry for people who listen to the podcast for the first time and enjoy that segment so much, and I mm. think they're going to get the same every week. They're not. If, in fact, if you want the segment to be good, yeah. that good again, give me some abuse. Give me some abuse. Sledge him, slate him, call him all the names under the sun. He doesn't care. This week, yeah, uh, just a bit. Go on. Beds seventy two. Beds. B- Beds. B e d. Z, B E D S, seventy two. Well, it might be retailing. You know, it might be a nice mattress or two. Big fan of the show. Okay, go on. Big fan of the Express and Star. Oh, does he like it? Benikafobi yes. spoke to the Sun newspaper Ooh, this week Ben-Nikafobi. and slammed wolves. Did he? Okay. As disrespectful mm. and such and such. Yeah. For selling him and not telling him what was going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although he did then say that. Gary Rowett phoned him when he was at Congo on international duty, which was before he signed for Wolves. <laughs> anyway, so and, uh, didn't you know? Benix had his say. Two transfer signing on fees to charity, but carry on. And left Wolves in the lurch when he left last time for Bournemouth <laughs> two years ago. Anyway, Benix had his say, and uh, and the bottom line is people want to read it. Okay. And I'm sure it did very well on our website that day. Yes, incredibly well. Not that that matters, it because not. it's not to do with how many clicks, but the point is people wanted to read it. It yes. was relevant. It was relevant. He was slagging off Wolves. First time he's spoken about it since he left the club. Timothy, um, I'd abuse you if you, did, if you didn't put it out there. Hey, there we go. Well, Beds doesn't Beds. agree. Oh. ENS trying to stir up SHIT oh. before the season starts. Burp. Imagine my surprise. Wow, was it? So, Benicophobia speaks. Mm. The mm-hmm. Sun publishes it. Yeah. It's our fault, though. Of course, it's our fault. Why we're running it? According to beds. Why we're we running it? Why we're we running negative stories about Wolves players, former Wolves players? Crap, Crap. on the dispre- depression stirs oh. part, as he's not our player now, oh. so we don't give a stuff. Oh. Don't do anything about former players, do we? Never. Not sure about that, Beds, to be no, honest. No, not, it's not sure. newsworthy, and that's all I've got to Go say. Go somewhere else, Beds, for your Wolves. The matter. Today, Wolves didn't sign a wing-back, mm. as discussed at length on this very podcast. They did. Some people not happy. Go on. Uh, some people telling me to F off. Oh, really? Uh, because of that. Okay. I'm going to give you some names. Cause Please we like... give me some names. We all like to name and shame here. If they put themselves out there, we're going to mention them. We like to name and shame. Of course we do. Uh, I'll put a tweet out saying uh, 5.04pm. Okay, that, that's, that's your... after the 5 o'clock deadline. That's your lot. Wolves are done. Nothing to see here. Time to continue with your lives. Yes, saw that. So, mm. a couple of replies. Did you get any abuse, by the way? Just want to look for these names. I know. <laughs> Why? You haven't had abuse for ages. No, I, I, I did. I didn't. I didn't. Because we were, like I said, I had to film a Warsaw video just before this. I was going to collate it. But yeah, I put a tweet out the other day 
Um, let's call all the names under some. Just basically saying about Adama Traore, and I, I named a few left backs from different clubs. Um, just saying that they might not have enjoyed their cornflakes as much this season. Adama's going to get you, something like that. Okay. Um, didn't really realise it was going to get shared, and then I kind of like annoyed six or seven different teams. Nice. And got shared around. Oh, I'd love to do that. Uh, a lot of people started to. A lot of people started to abuse me. It wasn't too bad because obviously the, the, the tweet wasn't really you know having a go. It was just more of a friendly tweet. But yeah, I did get called um, the odd um, cockerel a few times. Uh, Nathan Junior, not not only from from you know opposition fans, but also from our own fans. Oh right, okay. Yes. Um, so yes, this tweet, mm. no more business doing. Mm. Wolves not signing the wing back. Mm. Ollie says f off Tim. Yeah. And Harrison Turner says f you Tim. Oh. Uh, he then apologises for getting upset. Oh. Harrison Turner. But it's too late. <laughs> too late, too late, Harrison. You can't, you can't put that. You can't, you can't rescind it. Too late. <laughs> did you? Uh, um, did you? Was that the one you retweeted and commented on it? Which one? One of your tweets. Didn't you? Didn't you say that a bit of abuse? You say it's not my fault, boys. Recently no. on Twitter. No. You didn't. Don't think so. Oh, I've just seen it. No, maybe not. So that's the abuse this week. Quite, quite tame, but I'm sure it'll improve as the season goes on. Um, yeah, I mean, you're gonna who who are your top three clubs? Who are you gonna rile this year? Because you're gonna really rile a big team. Uh, looking forward to going to St James's Park again. Yeah, that's gonna be um, feisty. I'm not with a, you on that day, I don't think. Are you not? I had a I couple of so. run-ins with Newcastle fans in recent years. No, yeah, that one, that one. I just thought it was someone. You tweeted that, didn't you? Yeah, that was in response to those two people telling me to f off. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna quote their tweets. Okay. <coughs> um. Newcastle, I would say Liverpool, they can be quite jumpy. Yeah. And Arsenal. Sure, H R G. Arsenal tend to take things very personally. Do they? So. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't On Twitter, that. yeah. Oh, okay. Yourself? Yeah, Newcastle are feisty, aren't they? I got a lot of Newcastle. I'll tell you what, I got a lot. Of, I added Patrick Van Arnhold into um, into that tweet yesterday. A lot of Palace fans didn't like that. Right. So apparently, Palace is my is my Dirthby. They're going to be uh, after me. Dirthby. Mm. Yeah, main darling. Yeah. No. I agree with you. Fullbacks don't want to play him. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be absolutely fine. But yeah, we are going to annoy some people. I think just with the way the videos are, that some people aren't going to like it. Everton, you could see Everton. Could be, really. Yeah. They're not going to be happy. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll put out some provocative tweets this weekend, see what we get back. Nuno tomorrow for you. Yeah, Nuno. Excited to speak to him for the first time this summer? So Nuno hasn't spoken <laughs> this summer. Uh, he did a bit with Sky Sports the other day, but no, he's generally, uh, at his request... Not keen to speak to the media, including Wolves. Yeah, in pre-season. So, do you, what do you what do you think about that as a I, whole? Because uh, everyone, I've seen every other manager. I mean, Mourinho's talking every other day. I disagree with him doing it, both as a reporter and as a fan. Mm. I think fans will, if if he wasn't held in such high regard and such high esteem, then a lot more people will be picking up on it, saying, right. "Where's Nuno? Where's Nuno? Where's mm-hmm. Nuno?" But because he's a demigod, he doesn't have to answer, does he? No. He's only done good things for Wolves in the last 12 months. His stock yeah. is at an all-time high. Mm. So fans don't really care. If things weren't going so well, they would do. And I think with... you know, I've had quite a few tweets saying, what are the club What are the club said about Barry Douglas? Are you going yeah. to ask the club about Barry Douglas? Mm-hmm. You know, he's the man to answer it. You are know. you going to ask him tomorrow, Tim? Yeah, certainly. But as, as discussed earlier, we know exactly what he'll say. Mm. Yeah, um... The word on the new media facilities, by the way, superb. Ding! Ting! Really nice. Very good. Yeah, I don't think anyone really cares today, but for our indulgence... I thought it was lounge, it was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. No, nice. Good good, good grub as well, yeah, by the way. Yeah, very good, very good. Fish as well available. 
delicious. Oh, your anchovies. Mm. Didn't like them, did you? Stink. Did not like them, did you? Um, right. We've got a game on Saturday. First game of the season, baby. Got emails as well, by the way. Okay, go to them first if you want. Yeah? Yeah, here's some, here's some emails. I was going to do that next, but carry on. Well, um, actually, we've had some good content this week. Content? Sent to us. A couple of nice pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, of people enjoying the podcast which mm. we haven't had in a little while we used mm. to get this a lot last season we did so people listening to the podcast uh, send us your pictures whilst doing so yeah. Nick Heath has been in touch at Nick Heath 4220 mm-hmm. listening to the Wolves Poddy here in beautiful Bali oh yeah between surfing and relaxing I'm oh, getting very surf. excited about mm. Saturday the game will be live at 1am local time uh, he sent a picture of himself surfing I don't know who's taking it it's a, it's a Google image what? He's just, he's just gone surfer Google and he's put it in there. No, oh, look at that. No, I'm only kidding. It looks good, though. It looks a bit like Nuno in the picture. Uh, uh, literally what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you see it. Literally, it looks like Nuno. It does look like Nuno. How's, how's he taking that picture, though? Well, tweet this out. He's in the middle of a surf, basically, in a wave, and there's a picture of him. Um, well, I'm sure or there's cl- someone above close. him. I'm sure there's someone above him. Or, or... Because there he is. That's the same guy, isn't it? In yeah. one. Although he's taken, maybe he's taken a picture and then he's superimposed himself at the wave. Could have done. Nick, Could've let us know. Let us know, Nick. Thanks for the tweet. Mm. Someone else has tweeted us. Is Andy? This was great. I love Andy this tweet. Smith. Andy Smith. I Andy love this. Smith. Enjoying the podcast, gents. Whilst here on my holes in Orlando. Orlando. Nothing unusual about that. No. But the picture makes this. Super. Andy Smith is wearing Minnie Mouse uh, he is. ears uh, with his headphones on, his eyes closed, and listening to the Wolves potty in his Wolves top. Absolutely what a bloody superb. legend. I, I, we like pictures. More pictures, please. Oh, I, I love mocking, mocking up a picture in that style. Yeah, super, some effort I like there. that. I like that very much. Hilarious. And they'll tweet that out with the podcast. And the Lobos, or the Lobos, Wolves. Okay. No idea how you pronounce that. Something Portuguese, some new Wolves Portuguese accounts, have made a homage to the ENS Wolves podcast. Oh, very uh, good. A nice little drawing, which uh, has Judah saying, well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ENS Wolves. Okay. And look at your menu. Oh, nice, and that—that's very much you with the sigh as well. I mean, you hate that, don't you? That's quality. It's decent. Isn't I it? didn't see that. The Lobos will have to follow them. Yeah, very, very good. I'll tweet that out of the podcast. Thanks for all your content. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Um, we were listening. So oh, go, go on. We were listening to about five thousand people last week. Five thousand little peeps. Five thousand. Uh, one of them would have been uh, Tommy. Tommy. Ah, uh, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Who left a couple of comments on SoundCloud. Tommy, I'm very sorry I forgot to print them off. Oh. But I will... Someone said to me before, he said, oh. <laughs> No, I will share your musings next week. Okay. Keep it coming. Uh, we've got news from the Island Islands this week, what? which may or may not involve Tommy. And the big news in the Island Islands this week is not that Ronald Reagan has been elected president. Hey! <laughs> Genuine breaking news from Volcano. the Island Islands. Volcano. Any other guesses as to what the breaking news might be in, in, in your usual style? Um, Scott and Charlene broke up. Nice. Him. Yeah, decent. Um, Abraham Lincoln. Okay, decent. president. Yep. Um, Paul Lambert has, uh, has been sacked as Wolves manager. Nice. Okay. Random. Tommy, was this you? He's married. Was this you? Headline. Man detained in <laughs> Allen after burning underwear in cruise ship's drunk tank. <laughs> oh, oh, he's gone. Oh. Oh, His pad's gone. Tommy. 
three people were sent to hospital for smoke inhalation no. after the incident, but were found to be unharmed. Tommy looked like that kind of a guy as well. An intoxicated man aboard the Viking Line's Cinderella cruise ship. Yeah. I know another place called Cinderella. No. Which, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. On Tuesday night, tried to light his underpants on fire while he was being detained in a cell for unruly passengers. Right. According to police in the Allen Islands. Okay. Earlier during the cruise, the man who was in his 50s... I tell you what, no no one's been on the podcast or commenting for a while. And without a known fixed address... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...was detained by crew members for drunkenness and placed in a cell to sober up. Gave us Jaegers for for a present. (laughs) In the onboard holding facility, Mm. the man reportedly tried to burn his underwear, according to Christoph Alfors of the Alland Police. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a couple of quotes here as well. Viking okay. Viking Lines Manager of Safety, Dan news. Roberts, said the firm is taking the incident very seriously. What we most want to determine is how this person was able to light his clothing on fire. On the whole, though, we won't have too, too many new measures beyond our regular security procedures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, three crew who inhaled smoke from the burning underpants were sent back to a local hospital to be checked over, where they were found not to be harmed. All are back on the job. I found this purely from Googling Allen Islands just to see what was going on. <laughs> Looked at Google News and this is the top thing that comes up. And that is just Man made sets the fire to underwear. Tommy, not saying this was you, but can you let us know? Can if you was? can you clarify what the situation is? and, and it, if it was a, if it was a huge event in the Allen Islands, whether that was one of the yeah. biggest news stories of the year. Yeah, have we had five talking points on why the man burned his underwear? I think it could be Tommy. Tommy's Tommy's a two to one favourite. <laughs> well, he does love the Jaeger. Does love the Jaeger. Mm, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Right. We're, at, um, we're, running, we're running a little bit low on time. Okay, a couple of quick emails. Fluffy Wolf, who asked us the Mendes question a couple of like weeks Fluffy. ago. James Rawlinson. Not sure you've chatted on video about the consideration to relocate from Molyneux yet, oh, but for good. me, it's a bit of an odd one. Yeah. Firstly, I'm not sure Foson have raised it at the right time, with some fans already dizzy and a little skittish about the current Mendes involvement and scary, exciting things going on. I think instead they've had a bit of a free hit with floating the idea once Wolves settle in the Premier League and start performing. Uh, from the emotive angle, clearly on the face of it, it's not going to be a popular suggestion. Uh, but speaking about it in terms of Molyneux being our home since 1889, well, Big Jack, Big Sir Jack tore it down in the 90s and rebuilt a new one. Steve Morgan tore a quarter of it down and planned to do the rest with no objection. So my guess is, what in Molyneux? So I guess my question is, what in Molyneux? Not sure what that is. Presumably just the geographical location and the ground it's built on. It reminds me of Trigger's broom when he explains Trigger from Only Falls and Horses, when he explains that it's the same broom he's had for twenty years despite having seventeen new heads and fourteen new handles. Mm. I mean it's not just the seats, is it? And it's not just the way it looks, it's it's where it is, it's right in the city centre. Mm. It's home. It's mm. home to so many people. Would you be devastated if they, if they left? Beyond really? devastated. I'd really? be I'd be angry. There was a new sixty thousand arena. Well, first of all, it's sure Sure, to fill 60,000 seats, I would have thought, Wolves. Um, I'd be angry and upset from a fan point of view. Okay. The business side of it. I mean, fans fans and seats and season tickets are, are nothing compared to the TV money these days, are they? No, true. Very small part of it. Um, but Jeff, she said that, or he said it, he's given the interview or whatever, but then Laurie Damrimpel's come back and kind of said that would be a last resort. So are they, are they on the same page? Or? I think they're on the same page in terms of being a last resort. Okay. 
And yeah, it was a bit of a confusing day last Sunday. This interview with Jeff, she appeared in... You love in, a, a breaking story on a Sunday, by the way. Oh, I was trying to piss around in Bagridge, having, <laughs> having a bit of a run around playing football. Because that makes no, no sense to me, right? Bagridge. Ba- Bagridge Country Park is... Uh, Where? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nice green area. Yeah, no, I've been there many times. Uh, with the... With the with the missus okay. and, and a young relative. You about to be, you're trying to play play around in the park. Play football with right? the missus and a Oh my relative. god! Some bloke shouted at me. Oh Tim! Oh Tim! Sign, sign a defender today. Any chance, Tim? Oh, Can you stop it, Tim? Not today, Tim. Mate. Tim, selfie, please, Tim. Not that same guy who came today. to the press box at Walsall. Poor guy. <laughs> Hasn't listened. We've been worn down in the in the podcast numbers since. Um, yeah. So it was a confusing day. Yeah. This yeah. interview came out with Jeff Shee, Laurie Dalrymple. Um, I spoke to him exclusively for the Express Star just about this issue and he mm. said it was a last resort which is what they've said before so I don't think Wolves are looking too seriously at doing this um, but Fosun not oh, really no. not really too fussed about the history or location it's all about filling Molyneux and filling selling as many tickets as they can and also things like hotels casinos potentially you can't really do it at Molyneux because there's not much land around the outside Waterloo Road is one side the university is the other mm. You've got Asda, you've got to have room for car parks, you know, there's not it's not a big space. So I'm giving you a fifty five thousand seater state of the art facility, modern, one of the best around in the country. Um, casinos, restaurants, hotels, all ready to go, move into brand new, brand new pitch. Wolves have been in the Premier League for five or six years. They've got some of some of you know Portuguese's best players. Neves is twenty eight now, he's killing it. Um, you know, they're they're in and around UEFA European League places consistently you're still turning it down was that a question was it if I'm just giving I'm just painting the picture so for me you want Molyneux or you want that stadium no, well for me I'm right the, the, the key issue here is the amount of tickets that they can sell and I've said it before in this podcast Wolves have only averaged an attendance of more than 40,000 three times in their history and that was all pre-1953 mm. when Wolves were winning the league 60 years ago mm. the average attendance was 37,000 in 1958, when football was at its peak in terms of attendances, that's when all the all the attendance records were broken, wasn't it? At all the stadiums you get, fifties mm. was massive. Mm. It was cheap to go to. There was there was no football on telly. Mm. Anyway, attendances were huge. They were booming. And I know it's difficult mm. to compare generations, but still, my point is, Wolves have never consistently sold that amount of tickets. Jeff Shee wants fifty five thousand, sixty thousand. Is he going to fill that with tourists who say nothing and take pictures? Mm. He can do if he wants, but that's not that's not what I'd want from a football club. No. But he thinks differently. I suppose and think differently because. Because it's whether you're paying your 50 quid for your ticket or not. That's all that matters to them. So Viable. It worries me. It worries me that they're thinking about it. For me, there's nowhere else in the city centre. know the city pretty well. I can't think of anywhere else in the city centre. Mm. It's unique. It's, it's, okay, tear this place down. It's, uh, it's not a unique stadium in the fact that it's city centre, but there's not many of them left. Mm. You can walk to the train station from there. You can walk to all the local pubs from there. It's part of your match day. It's part of the city. It's part of... it's. It's that, fe- it's, it's that feeling of, of belonging and if if we're just talking about seat numbers here they don't need to leave Molyneux potentially ever for me mm. because Steve Morgan drew up plans to fit 50,000 inside the current Molyneux yeah. so it can be done it's whether they want the casinos the hotels the restaurants everything which you could potentially squeeze in around Molyneux but the problem is then the extra uh, infrastructure from transport that comes with that mm. and as you know and I know there are not many roads going in and out of Molyneux, and, then, and, and the ones that they are are not very wide. Any chance of a parking pass, Jeff Shee? So there's that issue um, for me. Um, so, so I, I wouldn't be looking at moving 
loom from Molyneux yet. So you know, they, 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 w- w- Wolves have spent one league in the top flight in the last four mm-hmm. decades. Sorry, four years in the top flight in the last roughly four decades. They've, um, they've got to establish about themselves. Making this cop style south, you know. Yeah. Um, is that something that if it wasn't if it wasn't to happen next season when they've kind of promised it or looking into you know building it and extending it, then you might get even more worried and like, oh, okay, this might be happening now because if if they if they say, oh, we're not we're not going to do that now. Well, Je- Je- Jeff said we'll know next summer what they're going to do, and Laurie Dorimple said in an interview to me before that the end of the season, if they're still in the Premier League, is when they'll start to rebuild Molyneux. So we'll know next summer. Mm. We'll I'm know, sure we'll know what their intentions are. I'm sure they've are. looked at land somewhere. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have because that's what Fosun do, isn't it? They're an investment firm. And if they could build a stadium um, for 500 million quid with all the amenities that come with that, then suddenly Wolves become a much more saleable asset than they are now or yeah. worth a lot more than they are now anyway. Yeah. That's the way that Fosun are going with everything. So we'll see at the end of the season. Like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, that they plan to double the South Bank in size to a 10,000 seat, a single tier. And if that doesn't happen, then I think, I think we'll know what their intentions are. Good discussion, liked it. Yeah, could talk, about, could talk about it for an hour. Well, do you want to? Let's, no. let's go into two hours. You've got to get home, Bebe. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, Evertonian, it's the, this is what we've all been waiting for. It feels like we've been doing this for quite a long time, this pre-season. It feels like it's gone on for a while. Yeah. We're way into the season now. Well, the, the whole summer of football never really stopped because of the World Cup, did it? Correct. It didn't, it didn't and neither did we. Well, for a couple of weeks anyway. But it is back. This is what it's all been building towards. This is what they deserve. Premier League football is back at Molyneux. Everton come to town. I mean, it's going to be so exciting. I haven't quite got that excited feeling yet. I think Saturday I'll be like a little bit nervous as well getting to the ground. But I'm, I can't wait for it to get started. Oh, yeah. I couldn't sleep the other night getting excited about it. Um... The, the football. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. Judah. Every time. Uh, no, really looking forward to it. Mm. This is this is it. This is all the hype. You know, it's all it's all got substance. This, this, suit for you on Saturday? This, like, no, no, season? no, You're no. no. Suit and booted <laughs> this um, this league is the best in the world. I yeah. can't wait for Wolves to be a part of it again. I can't wait to see them how they fare. I mm. cannot wait to mm. see how they fare. I can't wait to see how the likes of Neves and Jota get on against these players taking a step up. I can't wait to see a Dama Traore. I can't wait to see a packed house every single week without no, fail. I can't wait to hear a great atmosphere. That green pitch again. Uh, Nuno, how's he going to get on? All the spats yeah. he's going to have with the managers, with the referees. Yeah. Match of the day, live on telly, live on Sky Sports all the time. I can't not wait. Judas Spears back. <laughs> it actually means something now. Fancy Premier League as well. Fancy Premier League's back. Wolf, the Wolf, Wolves players in it. I, I've got three. Um, yeah, I've... I'll share with everyone. I've got um, Patricio in goal. Ooh. And I've got Jota and Costa. Oh, I like it. Because Costa's so cheap, and I think he'll start the first couple of matches. He will, but I'm not having Costa on my side. He'll get sold for Delafay before long. But I have I have three players: Jota, Bolly, yeah, and Patricio. Nice. Jota, Bolly, and Patricio. Do you want the code? I, I tweeted the code out: eight zero three six zero four dash one seven nine seven one two eight zero three. 604-179712 top 8 top 8 gets a slap up meal with me and Tim anyone who beats us gets a free Costa's coffee and a Costa's coffee morning and the number 1 player will get to come on the podcast which we need to still do at some point and we've got a Nando's meal to buy as well Tim yes our previous winners we need to make yes. sure we need to make that happen in the next 2 or 3 weeks can we do that yeah, you need to sort it out. Okay, I'll sort it out until you, and then I'll sort it out. I'll get the people to go and I'll say, okay, we're going to go Tuesday morning, and this will be you. <laughs> I'll be there. 
I'll be there. I'll be there. Right, okay, so the big game is, like I say, we can't wait. It's 5.30. It's under the skylights, Tim. First game of the season. The sky cameras are there. What team, what 11 from 1 to 11 is Nuno going to put out to beat Everton? Disagree with you on the lights front. Okay. It's still quite light at half five. The lights will be on, I guarantee you, by 6.20. The team will be... Yes, in goal. Number 11. uh, Yeah, It'll be the team that started the second half against Villarreal, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's not from inside info. That's just me predicting. Mm-hmm. Patricio in goal. Yes. Bennett, Cody, Bollies, your back three. Mm. Doherty and Johnny Castro, your wing backs. Neves and Martino in midfield. And then Costa, Jimenez, Jota. Bench, up, please. Up front. Give me a bench. Bench will be Caballero, Bonatini, Gibbs White. Vinagra, Ruddy, Ruddy, Danny Bart, and why not Traore? Why not? Traore, yeah. Not Donker. Just no. No. Just no. Just, just no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Donker hasn't featured for Andalek for a few weeks, so um, whether that's because he was leaving the club or injured, oh, she'll find out post haste. Everton. Yeah. No pushovers. No. A lot of people thinking that that Wolves are, should be competing with the likes of of Everton and, um, and Leicester. Leicester City, two of the two of the opening well the opening two games. Yep. This season, um, I mean they've done decent business as well. This yep. window, I'm sure they're going to have a few newbies, and they've got a new manager in Marco Silva as well. So they've got plenty of question marks and plenty of time to gel together. It might be a good time to play them, especially especially at home. I think it is a good time to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've spent an awful lot of money this summer. Richarlison pretty much cost more than Wolves' team. Yeah. So they've got uh, Tosin up front. Good player. Good He's player. He'll be a handful. He really will be a handful. Um, they've signed Brazilian international Bernard. Yes, Bernard. Today, I remember for the World Cup 2014. Mm. Uh, obvious quality from Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Dinia, the left back, left wing back to compete with Leighton, Leighton Baines. Sigurdsson is just unbelievable on his day. I mean, on his day, I, I, yeah, I do mean incredible. He had a disappointing season last year, but I think he was he didn't play in, in his correct position under well, Allardyce. Yeah, they've got to watch him. If he's if he's if he's drifting off the flanks, then yeah. Neves and Matinho have got to watch him mm-hmm. carefully. And um, Matinho fit by the way, Tim yet? Yeah, fit start. Okay. Um, so interesting. They haven't really come up against many. Kind of tactically astute, really tactically top astute managers mm-hmm. last season. Mm-hmm. You don't really get the likes of Sigurdsson floating in from the flanks with a free roll in the championship as much. So that's something really to get used to. Yeah. Having said that, as you say, could potentially catch they could potentially catch Everton cold. They're at home, Fortress Molyneux. They've only mm-hmm. lost two games at Molyneux since Nuno was appointed as manager. That's twenty eight games, including pre season. Yeah. Twenty wins and two defeats to Cardiff and Forest. They love playing at Molyneux. And I back them to probably lose 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going for early prediction, uh, one all, but a good game. Yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to go, to, I really want to go, I think if anyone's going to win the game, I think it'll be Wolves. I think, I, I think I, I can see them nicking it 2-1. I think it'll be tight, but I would I would um, tend to go with you, Tim, and predict a 1-1 draw. And I think that will, you know, get the ball running, get them off the mark, get them get them with a point on the board, going to Leicester City, I think we'll take it. Playing it nice and steady, there we are. But yeah, 
I think it's one horse decent show. Been a pleasure, baby. I know we started off maybe a bit, maybe, I don't know, maybe listening to this back, it might, it might sound a bit doom and gloomy at the start, but I think we needed to address it. Hopefully you've got the, you know, the optimism that we've come across throughout the podcast and um, we'll finish off with a draw or maybe even a win on Saturday. Me and Tim will be there at Molyneux from three o'clock. Tim will be probably arriving at five to about 5.25 as normal. Uh, but we'll see you then from Tim. Good one. Goodbye. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye.